In this episode of Nonprofit Success, I help you build a social media engagement strategy for your organization. You're listening to Nonprofit Success, a podcast all about nonprofit marketing for nonprofit leaders, helping you impact more lives by answering the questions you need to define and build a powerful nonprofit marketing strategy. Welcome to Nonprofit Success, the podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and promotion guide for nonprofit leaders. I'm Justin Raymond, and today I have some more information to share with you from the Internet Summit. My uh, previous two episodes, uh, one with Seth Godin and the other one that focused on email subject line tips, were both from the Internet Summit 2018, and I still have some more tips to share with you. Now, this episode specifically will be about social media. Now, it won't go in depth of how to specifically use Facebook, how to specifically use Twitter, or what specific hashtags to use. But what it will do is help you build, define, and strategize when it comes to social media engagement for your organization. So if you're listening to this episode in the car or while you're traveling, you're going to need to take notes. So try to do it at your desk or somewhere where you have a pen and paper. Actually, I don't even know who uses pen and paper these days. Maybe you're writing these notes on your phone as you're listening to this, however you're listening to it. Whatever you're doing, make sure you can take notes. There's a lot of good information here, and I want to make sure you capture it all. So this episode is all about building a social media engagement strategy. Now, this came from a seminar put on my MailChimp, which is pretty much a type of email marketing platform. If you if you don't know what it is, it gives you the chance or opportunity to email your mailing list through it. And I think they built it into automation. There's some automation, um, not as in-depth as big marketing automation systems like Marketo or HubSpot, but there is like drip campaigns like send an email wait five days, send an email. It has that capability. And I think you can also post to social media in MailChimp 2 now. I'm not 100% sure of that. But I think you can because uh, MailChimp's, uh, I believe, social media person, Brooke Hatfield, is the one that did this seminar. And she works with the social media team. So I'm just assuming by them doing this that they can also post. And I'm pretty sure I've read uh, it has that capability. So Check out MailChimp. I think you can also send emails for free up to 2,000 subscribers if you want to start emailing your champions, your volunteers, whoever. So let's get started. Now, before you use social media, you need uh, probably to win people over. Why should your organization start using social media? I mean, do you, you probably need a business case for it to win over your board members. Maybe you don't because at this point, Um, It's a norm. Everybody's doing it. Um, People have seen good results. But mainly, businesses use social media to find new customers, retain customers. It's all about engagement. And now, as you're creating a social media strategy, before you do anything, you need to define your goals. It helps determine your content, what channel you're going to use, and your strategy. How are you going to define your success? 
is your success geared toward acquisition? How much donations you're bringing in? How many new volunteers? How many new website visitors? How many people are downloading some form of piece of content or coming to your events through the use of Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat? Is your engagement going up? How are you going to measure, measure engagement? That could be everything from comments, likes, shares. So you need to understand how many likes, comments, and shares you're getting right now for your organization. And when you just implement this strategy, seeing how it's changed over time, if what you're doing is working, if nothing has changed, then you need to change up your strategy. Is it building awareness? Do more people know about your cause and your organization and what you do? That might be a little harder uh, to measure. Um, so that, that would be something to think about on your end. And then traffic. I might have mentioned this. How many more visitors are you getting to your website uh, would be a great example from Facebook, from Twitter, from LinkedIn, whatever you're using. And so after you figure out what your goals are for the social media platform, you're probably like, hey, where do I start, right? You need to go where the people are, where your audience is. Where is your target market spending time? Depending on the age groups, it can be Facebook or it can be Instagram. It can be Snapchat or it can be Facebook. But I'll share data with you. 51.5% of people are using Facebook. And 31.8% people are using Instagram. And then all of the other platforms fall in line after that. So Facebook and Instagram are the most popular social media platforms right now. You probably want to be on there. After that, you can think about your target audience, where they go for information on, online, who they go to to answer questions, to figure out where else you need to be. Once you figure out where your organization needs to start posting social media and engaging with your audiences, you need to optimize your social media profile. You need to completely finish off your profile, answer all of those questions. It helps with search engine optimization and it also helps more people find you through whatever platform it is. And some other ways to engage is by having offers on there, giveaways, think about your organization can do that. Um, and you need to explore relevant conversations on those platforms. See what conversations people are having um, maybe around your cause, um, what you guys do and, and your purpose and things along the lines of that. See what people are talking about and see how you can fit yourself into those conversations because it's happening. People are already involved. It's already there. So join the group. And as you interact with the group and those people, you know, they'll come join you and you can possibly start a, start a new conversation. So let's talk about uh, using social media for uh, retention. Um, so that's kind of the beginning of a social media strategy, kind of how you can build it, how you can think about it, and some questions you need to answer um, when you're using social media for your organization. And you can also use social media for retention, which I mentioned previously. So responding with the social media channels helps develop deeper relationships. I mean, people are spending tons of time on Facebook every day. Sometimes they don't even go to Google or any other sites to search 
uh, for companies or organizations. So if they're on Facebook and they ask you a question, the quicker you can respond to their question, the better the relationship and stronger the relationship it will be over time. And it, here's some data. 42% of consumers expect brands to respond within one hour on a social media channel. So whether it's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, however you're responding or engaging with your audience, make sure you respond within one hour. And now you're probably like, do I need to respond to everything? What do I need to respond to? What can I say? And I think from what Brooke went over, I think I have a little bit of information on that that might help you answer those questions, but we're not there quite yet. And so I also recommend having somebody sit on those social media channels every day. And one way to make that easier is by having Hootsuite or some social media posting flat platform where you can actually have columns. And these columns show the timeline and it shows every time someone interacts with your brand, whether it's a like, whether it's a retweet, whether it's a comment, anything along the lines of that. You can just sit on this platform, see it really well and respond all within there um, so you can manage the replies and any engagement right away. And now another thing uh, to pay attention to with your social media is monitor relevant hashtags. Now, whenever you do a campaign, it's really great to create your own hashtag. And you see all these people creating these hashtags and then people use those hashtags. It happens. It's hard to have your own hashtag. But what hashtags do is group your content and your information together so it can be found. So if somebody types that hashtag in on Twitter or LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever, everything that has that hashtag is going to show up. So there still might be other content in that area, but all the content that you're producing with that hashtag will be there and everyone will be there to find it. And you can also create columns or set up some kind of alert for those hashtags so you know to monitor, those, monitor that. And now what I mentioned previously, you might have questions about how to respond or when to respond. So I recommend creating respond resources for your team or you, whoever is managing these social media accounts. You, they, you might have a lot of questions in mind or questions in mind that people ask you that are common. Um, you can actually write answers to those questions there that people can use or you can use to reply. Now, I don't have to specifically say that answer or they can you know they can change it up you don't want the same answer to the question every time but maybe four or five times you know you have the same answer but it needs to be personal and so they know that what the overall message is and they can use that to craft the answer you also need a list of things you won't talk about that's important like hey this is who we are this is our message this is our personality this is our target audience um a one-page marketing plan is very powerful. Um, I've been working in with someone else to create that. But you need to have some kind of document that talks about your brand, who you are, your purpose, your personality, and who you're not. So if somebody is talking about something or if somebody reached out to you and said something, you don't need to respond to that thing. So you should have that in there. 
And it's also the ability to have automated responses, which is pretty powerful. And you can do that at least on Facebook, where you can have an automatic response and they know it's automatic. But I still recommend that you reply after that automatic response. Um, I think that will make it even more powerful. And so, you know, as everyone says, it uh, posts to social media every day, right? Multiple times a day. How is that possible, right? How is that possible? How am I going to have all this content to post? Well, let's talk about that. How can you create content? So when you create content, you need to have consistent tone. Like I said before, your brand personality, who you are, uh, similar words, similar, similar language needs to happen every time. Read your work out loud before you post. You'll know right away if it sounds weird. You need to make it sound like it's coming from a human, not a robot. Content for social media needs to be short and smart and get to the point quickly. A great example of that is Wendy's. They have been hilarious with their with their responses. They've been witty. Uh, check them out. I don't, I don't know if you want to do that specifically for your organization. But to get you a good idea of how long to post or what to post, check out Wendy's. Also recommend using hashtags effectively. Like I said, it's a good way to organize and make them short, make them specific. And they also create niches. Like if you want to create a specific group within a social media network, it can just use those hashtags. Emojis are also a great thing to post on social media as far as content goes, but don't overdo it. Social media is fun. It's a great way to express how you feel, especially your organization. Putting a face to your organization is critical and it shows there's a human there, even through the internet, social media. Visuals are powerful. Visuals and videos are the best things you can post on social media, and they're not always the easiest to post. I understand that. But when you post visuals, make sure they're mobile friendly. Square crop or square image is best. Think about on your smartphone, using your mobile phone when people are interacting with you on social media. Leverage user generated content. Use GIFs or GIFs. I always don't, I don't understand how to say that. I always seem to mess it up. I say it one way, it's the wrong way. Um, you know, you probably know how to say it. I apologize for that, but everyone loves GIFS. And I think MailChimp, cool tip, MailChimp Giphy library actually offers some free GIF, GIF apps. Uh, if you, uh, want some GIFs for your post, check it out. Um, the app's called Giphy. Wait, I actually messed it up. I apologize. MailChimp has a Giphy library, GIFs you can use. And then there's also an app called Giphy Cam, which turns, I think, pictures into GIFs. So download that, check that out. And now one of the most important things you can do is measure. Measure what's going on. Like, you're. I hope you're just not posting and not just posting it and walking away. I hope you're not doing that. That doesn't really do anything. That's more like checking a box. Just saying, hey, we have to post. Has to be a strategy behind it. There has to be a reason for everything you do. What's the long-term plan? Why are you saying that? Um, why are you using that picture? 
the way you can measure your posts is by looking at the data, the in-app engagement metrics, the referral traffic, and analyze it. Look at the findings. Use that to plan and strategize your social media strategy and revamp it as you post and help create a program and then you measure again. So look at the engagement like I mentioned before. Did you get more likes? Did you get more comments? Did you get more shares? Are people going to your website more? Are you getting more volunteers? Are people talking about you more on social media? Make sure you're always measure, measuring that. And you can even get probably down to the dollar by how many donations are coming in. That might take a little more to set up, but that would be great, right? Like that'd be a great reason to post on social media. Hey, we got $10,000 worth of donations through Facebook this month. That's great. Keep doing what you're doing or how can we make it better? And the last thing that Heather mentioned that I want to touch on is trolling. Uh, what trolling is, is the people on Facebook, Twitter, any kind of social media account that are just there to make your day miserable. Just there to bring hate to your organization. It doesn't matter what you post or what you do. You can even just put a smiley face and they'll somehow turn that into devil horns. Those are trolls. And now you don't really have to respond to them. There's certain certain circumstances where you can, but you don't always have to respond to them because when you respond to them and uh, that will only fuel them even more and get them to keep going. So I only recommend responding to trolls if they say something false and try to correct that in a nice way. Don't respond angry or show any kind of emotion. If they say something mean that's incorrect, I would take a step back, maybe five to ten minutes, step away, um, do some woosah, um, and come back and think about the situation without your emotions and how you can respond. Because other people are going to view whatever you write. So don't put a bad taste in other people's mouth. And if a customer has issues, the other thing you need to respond. So a troll could also be a customer. It could be... It's, and I don't want to call a customer a troll necessarily or a client a troll, but if somebody says something bad and they're a customer of yours or have been a client of yours, you should respond to that because other clients or customers are going to see what you're writing to previous client or customers and you're seeing, they're seeing how you're treating them. So this is the social media engagement information that I got from the Internet Summit 2018, and I am happy to share this with you. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. I, my name is Justin Raymond, and you will find me. I'm in, I think I'm Raleigh, North Carolina on there. So if you have any questions, reach out to me about social media. This is the social media engagement strategy. From MailChimp uh, and Brooke Hatfield did it. So thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. And I hope this helps you with your social media. In uh, 2019, maybe you're revamping the plan, trying to figure out what to do. I hope this has been helpful. Enjoy the day.
Thanks for listening to Nonprofit Success. If you've learned something new, or if you have questions about a specific nonprofit marketing tactic or tip, please feel free to shoot me a message on LinkedIn. You can find the URL on the main podcast page. And uh, one thing real quickly. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast with other nonprofit leaders or members. It is my goal and purpose in life to inspire a million people to do good. And I plan on doing that just through the knowledge and skills uh, in marketing that I've developed throughout the years. So I just hope that with my knowledge and skills on marketing, I can help nonprofits make a bigger impact and therefore inspire others to take action. So please subscribe and share nonprofit success. Have a great day.